you know, coming back, I was like, this is my city. You know, they, they trust me, they believed in me, they believed in us. Even when we were like, we were lost, the city still was like on our side. And, um, you know, obviously I, want, I wanted to get the job done. But that's my stubborn side. Like it's easy to go somewhere and go and win a championship with somebody else. It's easy. I could go. Like, I don't want to put anybody in this part. But I could go to a super team and you know just do my part and win a championship. Still one. But this is the hard way to do it, and this is the way. And we did it. We did it. We did it, man. Welcome to the Magnificent Vibes Podcast, a.k.a. MVP, where we talk about sports, music, media, and stuff that you might or might not care about. In today's episode, we're going to be joined by Jordan from the Stay Off Podcast, and we're going to get into the NBA Finals. We're going to take a deep dive and get our thoughts and opinions on how the NBA Finals turned out, where does it rank, and also we're going to give the honest his flowers, his well-deserved flowers for his legendary Game 6 performance against the Phoenix Suns. And we're also going to show the Phoenix Suns some love too. At our music table discussion, we're going to break down our top 5 instrumental albums of the year so far. And yes, it's been a thin year when it comes to hip-hop instrumentals this year. So we're just going to break it down to our top 5 and also some honorable mentions. We're also going to get into some good old-fashioned convention, lunch, and breakfast nostalgia we also have some awards to give out. So just sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. What up? What's up? What up? What's going on? We live. We live. are back. We are back. Been a long time. Should have left you. Without a dope pod to step two. Exactly. Congratulations to the Bucks. Congratulations to the Milwaukee Bucks. First championship in 50 years. Yes, sir. I can't wait to get into this show, Rod. Me too. This is, this is, this is, I got so much to say. I got so much to say. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Luau Sender. Shout out to Oscar Robertson. But most importantly, shout out to Giannis, man. You know? Yeah, shout out to Giannis, man. The, the 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 I I love his character, his loyalty, his, his humility. Um, you know his story, man. You know yeah. selling DVDs and sunglasses on the streets to help his family. Man, the the the, the, the I thought uh, I saw him on on ninety fifth on, on the <laughs> red line. I thought I saw. I <laughs> I sat up there doing a championship and I'm like, they, you know, Mike Green was saying his story. I'm like, I did see that. Yeah, he was selling, he was over there with three peaks. And then I'm selling the, 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 the demos. Okay. <laughs> and now he's an NBA champion, man. He stuck it out. He did it the right way. Yes, I said it the right way. Hey, Ian, I'm going to cut you off real quick, man. For those who don't like get, on my, get off my line talk, you you listening to the wrong podcast. You're gonna have to maybe go to our other episodes. I'm, be, I'm not only gonna be get off my lawn today, I'm gonna be don't even look at my grass, don't ride your bike, don't even look at me. If you ride your back past my lawn, 
Don't touch my 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 plants. Don't touch my roses. Don't don't touch my vegetable flowers. None of that stuff. <laughs> don't look at it. Don't even look at my driveway. I'm with you. I'm with you, man. <laughs> it's about to go down on this episode. Well, man, do you got any shout out? Of course, of course. Shout out to any brothers who are watching any of the finals or playoffs playoff games while simultaneously being on their Zoom meetings. <laughs> Y'all think we don't see that that TV, that TV monitor on the screen? We see it. Hey, I got I got another one for you, and on the, along the same lines, but not NBA. Uh, shout out to brothers that be playing 2K while they watching. What, bro, bro, bro? Is is he will go? Is he's anonymous, but um, <laughs> he <laughs> and I, this is a legend, so I don't know if this is true, but I'll always question how he had his camera like pitched you know you always see just his face like towards the very bottom of the screen and he's always looking up he's not looking down and i'm like do we got the program on on the tv and his tablet like what's what's going on and i guess one day he got up and somebody spotted his playstation controller in his hand oh wow so yeah shout out to them brothers too <laughs> So, so here's my question. It's like, yo, you can watching the game is one thing because the game is live, but a video game you could throw on any time. <laughs> you don't have to be on it. You know what I mean? Right, you could pause it, watch the meme, and then you know, or they can you can save. This ain't the Nintendo days where you you had to play it all the way to <laughs> beat the game. You, you got right. memory, you know, we ain't got there ain't any, ain't no memory cards no more. They make these PlayStation and Xbox to save your stuff automatically. Exactly, exactly. So, I mean, hey, I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. Had the controller in his hand. Controller in, in hand, man. Now, now I've been guilty of what I just called out, but I had enough DCC to have my, have my camera off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you watching the first round, doing the uh, treasure for God's word. Y'all no, I, I ain't do that it. for the first round, but 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 for the for the conference finals and the finals, yeah. Hey, you must have had one of y'all uh, ministerial sermons with not much training giving y'all treasures. Like man, <laughs> <laughs> asking asking all these auxiliary questions. <laughs> all right, man, I'm about to put the game on, man. This dude making this. I ain't the auxiliary count, so I don't need to listen to this. Uh, he making this long didn't need to be right <laughs> i hate that man you got two questions bro two, two questions. questions ask that's him and move it. on that's it you asking all this stuff about how jesus christ fulfilled the, 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 the parallel of the, of the burn offering and, and the sin offering and I'm, I'm like yo we that ain't nowhere in the reference material bro no it's not is and of course, nobody has their hand up when he's asking this question because they didn't know he was going to ask that. And then he starts acting all flustered because 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 he asked he asked a, a, a stupid question. And then and then Research when a council hey, goes blah blah blah. 
A-N. And then when a counsel of friends, like, and just make sure that, you know, you stay on top of your studying doing the Bible reading to conclude this part. Like we did. You, you didn't stay on top of the study. You you trying to show off what you know and you asking all these extra questions on top of the two questions you should be asking. <laughs> I mean, I'm putting the game on. This 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 spiritual gym is about to take 15, 20 minutes. I'm putting the game on. Mm-hmm. And shout out and shout out to <laughs> shout out to uh the friends who signed up to Auxory Pioneer in the middle of the month and the latter half of the month <laughs> they be t- turning in auxiliary pioneer slips on the 21st i'm like yo why didn't you just wait till next month <laughs> oh, i ain't never heard of that man like, oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah man especially those months where we we, we, we do the 30 hour provision and you get you know you get that first those first five to six days you know that's when you get the majority of your slips and then you get a slip on like the 21st and you be like, uh, so, okay. So Ian, so Ian, let me ask you a question. Cause this is something that we've been trying to figure out. So since the halls aren't available, right? Only service ones can go. You got 50 million people asking to be auxiliaries for the month of April and, and, and May and all that March. How was y'all like, doing that like with this because i wasn't doing we we wasn't doing slips man we would just be like hey just shoot just shoot your group over to see a text well we would do we would do the slip we would we would we would email a hard copy of the slip to the publisher who wanted to auxiliary pioneer or whatever and then they would fill it out take a picture of it and then they would forward it to the service committee and then we would just do text give our give our approval and um and go from there. Same same thing we do with judicials. Okay. All right. You, know, you, you do a judicial and you got to sign off on the notes. Okay. I'm just I'm just trying to see, man. I'm trying to see how other people doing it, you know, because that was a, I was like, man, I was telling other brothers, like, how we going? You know, I ain't about to be driving all over the place trying to give people, like, auxiliary pioneer slips. You know what I mean? And yeah, because they be expecting that too. I'd be like, yo, just... Just uh, shoot us a text. Say you want auxiliary. Say you want to do thirty or fifty. Right. I, I, I just, just out. Give me your email address. I'll send you the form to fill out, and then you put all your little notes on it. Take a picture of it. Send it back. Oh, you don't want to do that? Printing it out is too hard for you. Well, I'll, I'll print it out myself, and I'll fill it out for you, and then you know, and then we go from there. Yeah. Because we can't even, we can't even sign off on accounts like we normally do. Exactly. Yeah, I know. There's a lot of things, you know, changed because of the pandemic, but yeah. And I just had to do the audit recently, and I just, man, I I, I thank God that the brother who's over accounts is, is, is extremely organized. <laughs> and it, made it, it made it very easy. I, I think I was done in, like, definitely less than an hour mm. doing the audit. Shout, shout, out to, uh, shout out to Joe Abraham. Oh, what's going on with Joe? He's our, he's our account servant. Oh, nice, 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 nice. Big shout out to Joe. Uh, used to cut his hair back in the day before he he lost all. He joined the <laughs> club, you know. <laughs> <laughs> he lost he lost his, his plug. <laughs> yeah, I gave him his wedding. His uh, I gave him his wedding haircut, man. Oh wow, he had hair back then. Yeah, yeah, I oh, gave him man. his wedding cut. 
was when we got before we got married. Back at Gordy's. Good old days. Wow. But yeah, big I, I got one more shout out before we get into it, man. Shout out to Two Rivers. Okay. And you're wondering what is Two Rivers. And man, I've been I, ever since this pandemic, you know, uh I stopped going to places like, you know, Panera Bread and you know, Starbucks to get my coffee. So I found out I was on Amazon just doing a little cruising. I'm like, man, dude, I found this this little flavored K-Cup coffee company called Two Rivers. And they send you like a box of 40 for like $19, 40 K-Cups, or you get a hundred. It's not a sponsor, by the way. And it's a bunch of different <laughs> flavors of coffee, man. And ever since I've been doing that, dude, it's been a while since I've been to an actual place to buy coffee. Like, they got all types of flavors. Today, I'm sipping on on some uh, red velvet, you know? little red velvet nice nice yeah. two rivers yeah two rivers I, and they deliver. I don't know if you got a curate you, you you said they deliver uh yeah you can order it on amazon oh, on amazon okay two rivers yeah. i'm gonna look them up on amazon. Red velvet. You got a curate, not... right no no i got no. a i got a regular coffee maker oh okay okay so yeah yeah these just you just scoop out the grounds and you put it up you know and then right and feed. right yeah, these, so these they work on a regular coffee maker. No, no, no. They just they just K cups that you can put in a Keurig. That's all. Oh, okay, okay. Like the one they got at Romeoville. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Remember that coffee maker they had yeah, at Romeoville? I that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I yeah, rolled I used up. To be in I a pulled up apartment in, in Romeoville for a little bit. So yeah, I'm, I'm very familiar with that. <laughs> yeah, I pull. I pulled up for the meeting. I'm like, oh snap, we got the. We got the, the the variety pack cups, yeah, man. Cups with the curing, yeah, man. Punch your size, you grab the flavor you want, boom! It's good. It's good. It's like thirty seconds or less. That's it. In and out, oh. baby. I'm like, oh man, I can get used to this. <laughs> what department I gotta I gotta sign up for to be? To, I have access to this <laughs> all day. Bad, just hookups, man. Just hookups. It's, you know, yeah, no. it's, having that is about who you know, really. Yo, absolutely. That's that's any department, really, though. Mm-hmm. That is any department, really, man. But I'm, man, dude, I ain't gonna lie. I'm getting to the age. I'm like, man, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to hang up my jersey, man, on these on these volunteering, man. Hey, man, when these when this convention, if we start meeting back at these assemblies and stuff like that, man, I don't know if I'm gonna keep doing parking, man. <laughs> Dude, I don't know how you did it this long. Yeah, man. I didn't had like a good seven-year run, man. I did it one year in the winter. And dude, I, I haven't done it since, man. It, it was cold too. It wasn't it wasn't for the nice summery convention. It was for one of them winter assemblies, man. I was like, later for this. The worst, the worst is rain. In mm. my experience of doing parking. The rain is the worst. I would take snow over rain. Really? Yes. Any day. Because you can't do nothing. One time, we had to convince, we had the assembly. I actually had to tell the brothers, man, we stopping. They just going to have to park on their own. Because it was raining so hard. It, it, it was, I don't want no brothers getting sick of, and catching pneumonia or something like that. Because they trying to be, you know... <laughs> taking it up to another, you know, a 10 because they want to be a servant in the future and they, 
you know, I'll do anything you want me to do, Rod. You know, and I'm like, I know they'll do it. I know they'll go out in the rain with no hat on, with a little poncho, and the wind is and the rain is just basically kicking their butt, and they coming back looking like a wet puppy. I, I ain't about to be yeah. like him too, because I got these brothers out here. <laughs> you know, and, and, and forbid, forbid one of them get get hit because someone can't see. Yeah, you know, somebody this. can't see them. It's yeah, it's it's an accident. You know, and I told the I told the assembly overseer, I said, hey man, I think we need to call these brothers back in. He was he agreed, so we called we had to call him back in because it was it was really bad. And he was like, they can park on their own. So what do you do? Do you put up cones to direct people? Yeah, yeah. So what me and another brother did that was like uh, my assistant, we just put cones out the best way we could so that the friends would see it. We had signs up, you know, the direction. They got the direction where you do the carpool, you know, when you do the drop-offs and then when you keep going, we just put those out and then that was it, man. Yeah. That is so hard, man, because we... we, And another motivating factor, man, for me with, with... retiring from I'm not saying I'm I'm retiring from ever working at an assembly or convention again I'm not saying that but certain departments yeah um because attendance you know what I'm saying it was like last time I was attending it was might might have been 2018 2019 and I was a uh I was a key man and you know I love my brothers man but some of them just some of them just want to be in attendance so they could just run some stuff and tell people, you know, boss people around and boss yeah, the friends around. Like, yeah. And I, I was, I was, I remembered it the last year. It was, it was like the final straw for me. It was, it was during the baptism, and there was some. They were like, there were a couple of friends in my in my hall getting baptized. I was really cool with. And while they were getting baptized, they called a meeting, an attendance meeting, and I go up there, and the meeting was about nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and the brother calling to me and I'm like, what's going on? What's, what, what do we need to look into? Hey, you know, some of these sisters, you know, they are, they teetering around on these on their heels. They about to fall over. And I was like, okay, well, if they fall over, we'll, you know, we'll do the ne- take the necessary steps to help them out. What else is going on? Well, what, what, what do y'all think we should do about it? Nothing, fool. Like, you know, and then your boy, I was in there with your boy, he up in there, <laughs> yeah, boss. You know, I'm gonna have to edit that out. But um, <laughs> yeah, man, yeah, yeah. And I'm, I'm looking around like, what are we meeting for? I'm like, brothers, I got to go. You know. So you missed and, the baptism because I, I missed the baptism. About sisters in heels. That and, and here's the thing, and, and sisters who listen to this podcast, I have a wife, so that's how I know. All right, most sisters of our color usually bring an extra pair of shoes with them absolutely comfort they wear the heels and all the cute stuff so they can prance around during intermission so it's only temporary brother that's what they that's why they bring them for intermission for the when they, sisters right. they want to look good so they can attract a, a single brother they want to look, you know, other sisters, they just want to look good for the pictures so they can post them on the gram. Like, exactly. But when they, they go in, back to their seat and they take them yeah. off and they put on their house shoes or their slippers or those house shoes with the little fur, you know, <laughs> the big old what fur they, balls they in the front. Shoes. 
they wear those shoes when they're when they're coming walking in from the parking lot and they're carrying thermoses and bags and when they're walking back out after the program and they got to make their way up and down that ramp so that's when they that's when they put on the, the flats but yeah for lunchtime yeah they're gonna put on their nice shoes yeah and, and i'm just like i'm looking around i'm like what can we do about it like like that's their choice if they want to wear heels it's like Ain't no one fell yet, but if they did, like what? Right. You know, we'll 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 work and with them. And, and and okay, I could see if we was at, you know, the cow, right? Because I didn't seen some falls at the cow. I seen some nasty falls at the cow. Okay, that's different. Yeah, hey, I seen brothers fall at the cow. <laughs> exactly. You know, what I'm saying that now. Now, if it if it was in the cow, I, that's understandable. <laughs> Brother Sanders had on them them slippery Stacy Adams, man. <laughs> Yeah, I saw Brother Sanders slip and fall when he was trying to throw all the magazines in, on the seat, trying to trying to uh, save seats for Sister Williams and all her family, all her world. I'm like, Brother Sanders, what are you doing, man? Oh, I, was just trying to, I was just trying to save for seats, man. I was just trying to save for seats, brother. Hey, he took a step. Skip, skip, skiddly, baby. <laughs> Kirkpatrick. <laughs> But yeah, man, like I, I could see if it was the cow, but but the the Romeo Hill, like, come on, man. Sister fall because she got on high heels. The sister's gonna be around her picking up. She she'll be all right. They'll dust off, take another picture for the gram, go right back to their seats when the music starts. Yeah, man. But while I was up in there with them, I was like, oh man, I, I see what why when I got Serena so real when we talk. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, these brothers, man, they just, all these brothers want to do is just tell people what to do. And, and it's like, man, man, you ain't nobody. You ain't nobody. Like, go sit down somewhere, man. That's like, I want to eat lunch with my family. I want to support the folks getting baptized. Yes. It's like, what are we meeting for, y'all? Yeah. What are we meeting for? And after that, I was like, you know what? I don't see myself doing this anymore. But I will say this. You know how they recently rearranged the circuits, Rodney? Yeah. I'm not going to be with those brothers no more. Yeah, I know. I know y'all getting some people from my old circuit. Right. And and the ones who were like over that department, who were the ones calling these meetings or whatever, they got they got kicked over. The so, hey, maybe it'll be different. Maybe we needed that. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see how things go. Um, but I'm definitely, we got so much coming from 10 and some other circuits, man. I'm like, shoot, <laughs> I'm about to just creep my way out. Like, oh, y'all got enough help. Y'all good. Yeah. 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 Good. Let's get some of these young brothers in there. Take care of this parking. I can Absolutely. do stage or something or just chill out in the sound department. I don't know, but I, I, I ain't trying to be standing up. I ain't doing no attendance no more. None of that stuff. That's, you know, walking around with signs in my hand. That, that was, nah, I ain't doing it. Absolutely. But let's get right into it, man. We got this NBA, the, the NBA finals, game six in the books, championship in the books. And uh, we're going to start with Giannis, man. Uh, so, so what does winning this NBA Finals mean for Giannis, man? Man, it, it means a lot for cementing his legacy. A lot of people, we're, we're, we're not that far removed 
from people kind of kicking dirt on Giannis's name and you know not just him but the whole buck squad but i i loved watching this finals man for the first time in a long time like i could kick back watch the finals and just be like man y'all entertain me I, I i really don't have a dog in the fight i like both teams both teams deserve to win a championship both have awesome fan bases and I, I it felt so good to not have to watch a team in the finals that i hated you know i love not having to watch the, uh the brooklyn nets with all the sensitive divas on their team you know or a roster head hunter like 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 lebron james you know what i mean battling out in the finals this year like like now you you put the two of those teams together yeah i'll watch that but like i i, I hate watching I, I i hate watching what we've been watching for the you know for the past 10 12 years yeah. you know like like lebron man like and, and i i i enjoyed it so much because i know right. next year the super teams are going to come back with a vengeance brooklyn's going to be healthy you know the lakers are going to get somebody like bradley bill or demar rosen or you know they 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 really want dang but i don't know if they're going to get them i'll we'll talk about that later but but you know these 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 headhunter type type squads you know let's just get the get the best you know the best of the best to pair up with with lbj so we could we could we could pad his his legacy lebron james is that dude who shows up to a jw pickup game with two or three division one hoopers to play against a bunch of five eight brothers and forty <laughs> year olds out there, just trying to have some 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 quality time with their teenage son, they out there with their 13, 14 year old son, and now they're getting dunked on by some by some uh, uh, DePaul players, you know, right. who showed up to the court. Oh, this is my squad. That's that's LeBron. That's LeBron. He's that dude. But anyway, back on Giannis. Back on Giannis. Um, I, I love watching this. I the emotion that 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 he showed after they won the game when he just had to sit down on the sidelines. You know the 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 you know the, the that was the first time I seen Giannis dance. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> but but he's such a focused player. I love the speech he gave. You know before game five, talking about pride and ego. You know, and what you have to focus on in the moment. I I, I love hearing those words of wisdom from him. I'm, I mean, I've always liked Giannis. I, I love the fact that he's not buddy buddy with all these other players in the league. I love the fact that he doesn't work out with others. He's to himself. You know what I mean? He's not he's not seeking out endorsements. He's just about the craft of the game, and and you know, being there for his team, being loyal to his team. And, and sticking it out, he said seven years ago he wasn't going to leave Milwaukee until they were they won a championship, you know. And, and he was able to do it, and, and it can say mission accomplished. I love seeing Malika Andrews on the sidelines as opposed to Rachel Nichols. Yes, all Rachel Nichols would have been like, "How how would you think LeBron James would have played?" Like like you know she would have asked a dumb question like that, and she got exactly what she deserved, confiding in a in a in a LeBron James uh, uh, PR person. And it came back and bit in the behind, but um, yeah, I love seeing this. I love the I love the vindication of Chris Middleton, because he yeah. was another one. He was another one. People were kind of clowning. Some people would compare him to Meek Mill. Say he was the Meek Mill of basketball. <laughs> hey, I'm guilty as charged. I've I've been a huge critic of, of Middleton, but he made me eat my words in these playoffs, man. 
I, I, I'm happy for Bobby Portis. He went from being on a going nowhere fast Bulls team to being an NBA champion, man. Hey, you forgot, you and, forgot he made a Cuddy appearance while he's with the Bulls, too. He did. He did. And that wasn't that long ago. And now he's a champion, man. So props to him. He's in a city that's embraced him. He's not the most skilled player. We know that. But he shows heart. He shows competitiveness on the court. You know what you're going to get from him. He's a foxhole guy. You know, he's just hey, you know, hey, Ian, don't he look like a dark skinned version of Magoo? <laughs> yeah, he do. He do. <laughs> he does, man. He does. He, he, he that, up with your girl, CC. <laughs> he that dude, he the dude that gonna get out there and, you know, ball and dress socks and vans, you know? <laughs> toes be, toes be rock by the end. <laughs> He was like one of them dudes that 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 you always telling he got something on his mouth while he eating salad. Yeah. <laughs> hey man, hey, hey, you got something. And on he looked like and he looked like he did fellowship. But um, <laughs> shout out, shout out to him. Shout out to to PJ Tucker, man. Oh, big! I was so happy for Big Homie, man. How, yeah, yeah. Shout out to the Big Homie, man. He. You know, he was, he was, man, he languished those years in, in Houston, man. Just standing in the corner waiting for an open shot, you know, when when James Harden would have to kick it out to him, when, when he finally got triple teamed, you know what I mean? He did his job well in Houston, but, you know, they weren't, of course, winning the championship squad, but shout out to him. Shout out to Coach Bud, man. Mm-hmm. Took a lot of criticism, and, and some of it was fair. Some of it, it was, was fair, fair criticism. You know, but he was kind of like becoming like the Andy Reid of the NBA. Mm -hmm. But he made adjustments. He made small adjustments. Maybe, maybe, you know, he had other people on his coaching staff telling him what he needed to do. But you saw the adjustments being made, especially after game two. Shout out to Drew Holiday. He was up and down offensively all series, but defensively he was consistent. Yeah, yeah, he was. He was. And shout out to Giannis. Put up 50 Put up, yeah, 50 points, 15 rebounds, two assists, and five blocks. And he would do, he would have had 10 blocks, but some of them were real goal tens, and a couple of them he blocked, but because he blocked it after the shot clock uh, ran out, it did, he didn't get count, it didn't get counted for the block. Right. He would have had 10 blocks. Yeah, yeah, he would have. He would have. He just you know, everything, man. He don't care if he get dunked on. He just keeps going. Even the, you know, just he said it like after he blocked DeAndre Ayton's uh, alley oop in the fourth in game four. He said it. He was like, dude, I was just trying to make a block. I thought I was going to get dunked on. Like, that's how he goes about. He don't care about being embarrassed, whatever it takes. And, and it pays off dividends. Man. Oh, man, that dude, that because that, that he was blocking, he was guarding Booker. When Booker threw the alley-oop and he was able to spot where the ball was going, simultaneously turn in the air and block DeAndre Ayton's alley-oop all in like one jump. So with that being said, we, you know where we got to go. Which oh, yeah. one was better? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, From a physical standpoint, the, 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 uh, the athletic standpoint, yeah, Giannis all day. Now the LeBron block, I think, was more. It was a higher stakes play, right? And it was in a game seven of the finals, so that yeah, it was, it was definitely a higher stakes play. 
But just from an athletic standpoint, definitely Giannis, man. It was and, hard. The and, thing was harder to do. And you, you, we forget game. Uh, what was it? Game three of the Eastern Conference Finals. He hyperextended his knee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He wasn't hundred percent was in done. the finals. I thought he was done. Me too. We watched it. We watched his knee bend backwards on TV. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh man, he's done. He's done. I'm like, even if, he gets out there, even if he gets out there and, and plays, I'm like, you know, he got to be mentally, he's got to be not recuperated. And he comes back. He comes back for the finals. Yeah, they dropped games one and two. Oh, and the emotion he showed in game two on the sidelines, trying to get his teammates amped up, man. That's a true leader. That's you know what I'm saying? You don't yeah. see that from LBJ. If LBJ had hyperextended his knee in one series and then came back less than a week later and was playing like Giannis, the, the announcers wouldn't have, you would, they wouldn't have shut up about it. Yep. They would have been bringing it up every five seconds. If he had broke his nose like Devin Booker and was putting up a 40 piece, they wouldn't have shut, they wouldn't shut up about, oh yeah, yeah, LBJ is playing on a broken, with, with a broken nose. That's just true greatness right there. They, they wouldn't have, you wouldn't have been able to get them to shut up about it. No. Either injury. Nope. <laughs> yeah. We got to hear about how he's 36 years old every five seconds. But this, right, this wasn't hearing that with Chris Paul. Extended. Oh, you said what? We wasn't hearing that with Chris Paul. Chris Paul's older than LeBron James. Nobody was. Yeah. Chris yeah, Paul you're right. This is the age that he is and, and this and other. No, like, you ain't hear that. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Like, I just appreciate everything about Giannis's title. Uh, he, I'm glad that he won this championship in front of the new millennials. Because Me too. Me too. all these new millennials are about, yep, here comes Get Off My Line, is, oh, they might never be the super team. And then LeBron is the super team. Durant. You know, LeBron lost to Durant in the super team and this, that, and other. And, uh, and here we we got Giannis doing it the right way, you know, gutting it out with the organization. And again, organizations, you know, they try their best. Milwaukee's a small market. They couldn't get, they really couldn't afford to get another superstar in Milwaukee, but they did the best they could to surround Giannis with the weapons that he needed in order for him to win a championship. And trading and getting rid of Eric Bledsoe <laughs> and getting Drew yeah, Holiday that was the best, in return, best thing they could have done. Best thing they could have done. People were they were leaving in, in the last couple of you know playoff runs for Milwaukee. Teams were leaving Eric Bledsoe open on purpose, and this man could not hit a shot. And yeah. Drew, Drew Holiday had some bad shooting nights here and there. But it was the other things that he did, the tough defense, mm -hmm. you know, that he put on Chris Paul, like, and, and that steal he got in game five. Yeah, and the big steal that he got on on uh, Devin Booker, he had some moments against Devin Booker, and I really, I really felt like, you know, I said this before the series, I thought Phoenix was gonna see daylight in this series. You know, they had to endure all those tough perimeter defense uh, defending guards on on the Clippers and I'm like man Devin's gonna see some daylight which he kind of did he had a couple of 40 point games 
in the series, but you know, it was times where Drew Holiday came up big in clutch situations on defense that led to big baskets. And that alley oop, like at the end of game five, man, that that's going down in Milwaukee Bucks lore, man. That, yeah. That and and the um uh, 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 they do. They were killing them on the offensive boards. I remember when Phoenix was going up against the Lakers in the first round, and I predicted the Lakers to win. One of the reasons I gave was that Phoenix doesn't appear to. Um, they don't. They don't. They don't rack up the offensive rebounds, and you know they did okay for the first three rounds, but they came back to bite them because, dude, like Jay Crowder could not hold it. He did his best. Jay Crowder did his best. But he in the post with Giannis, Brook Lopez, and, and PJ Tucker, they, they ain't had nothing coming. They ain't had nothing coming. And, and 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 at the end of the day, man, Phoenix just had nothing for Giannis. No, you you give him the ball in the post. I don't care if there's three bodies on him. He's he's scoring. He is yeah. finding a way to score, man. Yeah. In, in oh, and game. by the way, I love how Giannis plugged his coach in his victory speech. Because I don't know if you noticed this. He was like, he looked at Bud and was like, yeah, let's do it again next year, coach. And then he looked over at yeah. the owner. Uh-huh. Yeah, I noticed that. I noticed that. Like, don't you dare. Like, no, nah, we, we ride with this. We riding with this man. Yep. Let's go. Let's keep this thing together. Because people were talking about firing him. Even if they won a championship. Hey, 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 Coach Bud, he saved his job, man. He saved his job this year. Giannis saved his job. And, you know, congratulations to him. And here's another thing. This is another thing I want to address, man. And, and I'm, I'm going to draw some attention to the Phoenix Suns. Shouts out to them for making it this far, you know. Uh, yeah, they can't. Yeah, yeah. This, uh, the Phoenix Suns fans can't be mad. No. I, I, after watching that. I, if I'm a Phoenix fan, I, I feel good. Yeah. I would feel good about my team. You you lost against arguably the best player in the league right now. Like exactly. the, the game he had was Jordan esque. It's not like it's not like they walked away and they're going like, dang man, like we got beat by uh, Jason Terry. Right, right. <laughs> like like uh, something that happened in 2011. Right, right. It's like oh, we lost to Giannis. Oh, we like 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 other teams in the past. Oh, we lost to Jordan. Right. We lost to Elijah Wan. We lost to Giannis. You didn't lose to uh, 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 Jason Terry. Exactly. Or or or, or a young pup, Kawhi Leonard. Or Josh Smith. <laughs> Who lost to him? Well, that's more towards Chris Paul after them going out oh, oh. against the uh, Rockets. Some years. Gotcha. <laughs> but uh yeah, man, the Suns, man, they can't hang their hat off. And here's the one thing I want to address too, man. I'm tired of people criticizing Monty Williams for having Aiden play Giannis one-on-one. And all they had no other options. Option. They need to build a wall. With what? With who? Frank Kaminsky? With what? Frank Kaminsky? Frank Kaminsky was the third center coming off the bench. And Frank Kaminsky. Frank Kaminsky couldn't even protect uh, uh, Chris Paul from getting shoved by uh, Patrick Beverly. Exactly. He just stood there. Oh, what's going on? Right. So, so this is the thing. Like, like, oh, I better not get involved in this. Like that. That was like the look on his face. 
but listen, there were other teams that tried to. I the the, the Milwaukee Bucks figured out the wall this year because there were other teams in prior rounds that tried to do the same thing, and Giannis figured it out. Can we just accept yeah. the fact that Giannis has gotten better? And, of, yeah, and teams learn. Yeah, and teams learn. You don't blow up a team who's making it to the playoffs deep in the playoffs every year. Yeah, yeah they 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 had the little 2-0 comeback uh, uh, by, by, by Toronto a couple years ago. Yeah, they lost to, the, to a good Celtics team last year, but they were still a good team. Like, that. this is why you don't panic. Exactly. And, um... You know, you, you were talking about what it means for Giannis. It means a lot for Giannis, but it also means a lot for basketball because it really reiterates the point. Like Jalen Rose said, not all rings are created equal. No. Giannis, that this is a true ring. Okay. Yeah. This isn't this isn't an LA fitness bubble ring like the Lakers won last year. You know what I'm saying? This isn't the ring KD got in in Golden State. Nope. This isn't the ring LeBron got with the with the Heatles. I would even include this 2016 uh, with the Cavs because do you think if Kyrie Irving wasn't in a Cavaliers uniform that LeBron would come back to Cleveland? If if who was it? If Kyrie Irving never got drafted by Cleveland. And got drafted somewhere else. Do you think LeBron leaves the Heat and go back to the Cavs? Oh no! But but what I do see, I do see him. If, if there was no Kyrie, I do see him trying to finagle another trade, like to try to get another another player uh, of his caliber. I do see that happening. And if that couldn't go through, then no, nah, he he would have went. He probably would have went straight to L.A. Right. You know, I, I can see him trying to get them to get somebody like a, um, you know, like a like a like a Dame Lillard or um, or even a Chris Paul or um, let's see who else who else was dope six seven years ago, um, just somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he wouldn't do and, and you put you put LeBron on this Phoenix squad. He wouldn't he wouldn't have made it to the finals. No. Nah, he'd be pouting, having cramps and all that other stuff. So, you know, but they they they, they went out and balled, man. That De- dude, Devin Booker is gonna be a beast next year. Devin Booker's so lethal. He is so lethal, man. That game, I'm, gonna be, I'm scared of him next year. I I think I think he's gonna have like an MVP type type season next year. Yeah. You get snubbed. You get you you okay. First, you go to the bubble. You go you go uh, uh, undefeated. Hmm. But still couldn't get in. You come back the next year. You from not even making the playoffs. You win the West. You go to the finals. You get within two wins of winning a championship. You know you don't make the All Star team. Oh no, you 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 didn't make the first All Star vote. But due, due to injury, you finally made it on the team for the first time. Dude, he he's gonna be. Because people aren't talking enough about his game three and game four 40 pieces, man. Yeah. They were amazing. After after having that one bad game where, you know, Monty didn't put him back out, like, to bounce back from that. And 
you know, I, I even Game Five, man, like I just I just enjoyed the fact that you know he didn't just lie down. You know, he was still fighting. You know, still fighting through. He wasn't having the best game, but he was still fighting through. You know, and you want that's what you want to see. You don't want to see people pouting, quitting, sitting on the edge of the bench because they losing. You know, something that we've grown accustomed to seeing during the 2010s version of NBA. Like, yeah. let, let's, let's, you know, the 2020s is starting off right with Giannis and establishing how this should be done. And he's going to be more confident next year when he, if and when he eventually goes up against the, the Brooklyn Nets again. Oh my God, bro! Hey, LeBron, I don't think I don't th- I think that's it at four, man. I think four is it. That's it. And I, I don't unless something happens, you know. Dude, you know they're gonna. You know the Lakers. I know they're gonna. gonna NBA is gonna try to get them back into the finals, just like the NFL does with Tom Brady. That I know they're gonna do it, but dude, man, the confidence that Giannis is gonna gain from this. And he's only going to improve. He's still young. Yeah, he's only 26. And let oh, we didn't even talk about this. The his free throw shooting, bro. Dude, he made yeah. 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 I'm glad you brought that up. LeBron James, make your free throws. <laughs> I mean, I'm sitting there with my wife watching the game last night. And the more he kept hitting free throws, I turned around and looked at my wife like, if he's if he's going to continue to hit free throws like this, Suns ain't winning this game. That's it. And he just kept hitting them. Just kept hitting them. And I'm like, wow. <laughs> I just yeah. had to sit back. That was one of those games, man. Like, by the time the fourth quarter hit, man, I was just, I, I honestly, I just sat there quiet, man. I just watched. I was just watching in awe. Of Giannis, man, like in amazement. Yeah, it, it was, dude. It was greatness, and we and true basketball fans recognize the greatness, and, and and we were able to enjoy it, man. We were able to enjoy it. I text, I text the the homie Jordan uh, during the game uh, back when important. it was it was it was going back and forth. I was like, yo, if the Suns pulled us out, I was like, campaign going going dethrone Lance Stevenson as the goat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was throwing Lance Stevenson as the GOAT. Only campaign can. Only campaign. <laughs> campaign. <laughs> honestly, honestly, campaign should have been playing. He should have got more minutes, man. Because he was he was cooking. Mm. He was cooking in the first quarter, man. Man. Hey, hey, he was he was getting buckets, man. Imagine this. Buckets. Imagine this, a squad with both Campaign and Lance Stevenson on it. How many championships you think that they'll get? Oh, man, dude. That, the, 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 I mean, like their my coach, mind is overwhelmed. Just you talking their, about their coach, Their coach is Stan Van Gundy. Stan? I would say you no. want to go with Stan though. Yeah, I, I would say no. I would say yeah. I would say no less than fifteen championships. No less, dude. I was no less. I was thinking twenty. 
like I'm just thinking about the titles, man. <laughs> yeah, no less than fifteen. And you gotta, they gotta, they gotta pull off a trade for Will, uh, Will Barton too, man. You gotta throw Barton in there. Oh yeah, oh yeah, to play clean up. Yep, gotta throw Barton in there. I, I, I just wish Lance Stevenson. I wish people would realize that he is the missing component. Nets. Yeah, man. All, all yeah, the, he the, is. The, the Hawks. All these teams that came close to making it to the finals. Yo, give Lance Stevenson a call, man. That's yeah. the least. The Grizzlies. The Grizzlies. Oh, we need a power forward. We need a center. No, no. Not when you got Lance Stevenson. He makes up for all of those. The Clippers. Real talk, man. Hey, with Kawhi Leonard out. Reunited with Paul George. You added Lance Stevenson in our roster. Man. You know? Man. They gimme 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 campaign. Gimme gimme Lance Stevenson. Gimme Will Barton and gimme Bobby Porter at the five. Yep. (laughs) Dude. Dark skin McCoo. That's hilarious. Dark skin Magoo. I was looking. I was looking at him last night, man. When he was laughing at when he was laughing at Chris Paul, man. And I'm like, man, this dude, look like, this dude look like Magoo. This dude look like Magoo. But yeah, man. <laughs> but yeah, hey, this, this was one of the. Where, where would you rank uh, this NBA Finals matchup? Um, you're talking about the matchup or the how the series played out? Oh, well, what do you rank this series like as far as excitement level and getting everything? Oh, wow. I mean, I was I was pretty amped for all the Bulls finals, so I'm I'm going to exclude them. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say I, let, let's do this past two decades, like as I say, start with two twenty uh, the two thousands and on. Um, this this might be number one, man. This is likely number one because I'm thinking because because when you say excitement, you, part of what feeds my excitement is not knowing who's really going to win and knowing how fairly evenly the teams match up. Because I'm thinking about the the '04 Detroit Lake uh, uh, the Pistons Lakers finals, which I watched every game of. And that was a I remember I, I remember thinking, oh, the Lakers got this. They they're gonna they're gonna sweep the distance. And that that turned out to not be the case. That one was pretty exciting. Um the the now the Iverson led Sixers against the Lakers one, I was pretty amped for that too. Um, but I, not as not as excited as this one. Because even with that one, I was still like yeah, the Lakers probably got this, but Iverson's gonna make it interesting, right? Because Iverson has some scrubs—not scrubs, but those dudes. Like he—he—he he, he drugged them to the finals. Yeah, um, that team was trash. I remember that team was trash. Um, now the San Antonio Miami Heat rematch—I was pretty excited for that, but still not excited as I was for this one. Mm-hmm. Oh, so yeah, yeah, this is this. This is probably number one. Yeah, man. 
because even even the Mavericks, even 2011 with the Mavericks and the Heat, I, I wasn't terribly excited because I, I thought the Heat were going to steamroll the Mavericks. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. This is yeah. This is, this is All right. What's up, George? What's up? Got it. What's up, fellas, man? What's going on? What's good, bro? Ian, my brother. What's up? <laughs> What's going on? Hey, man, campaign. He the next GOAT. Uh, don't, don't, don't. No. The next no. GOAT. You, you hated on him. You hated on him. But he. Yeah, he and he was the middle championship. So, so that's all that matters. He's still a boat because he didn't win a ring. No, 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 not necessarily. Because Lance Stevenson doesn't have a ring either, but he passes the eye test. Campaign, well, I got respect. Campaign, all. <laughs> campaign passes the eye test. He put the Phoenix Suns on his back and carried them to the finals. Campaign is still trash in my book. I don't care what you think. <laughs> Lance Stevenson is, on, is in another tier. I, I, I wholeheartedly agree with Lance Stevenson, but uh, Campaign can get out of here. I, I don't care. Don't blaspheme. <laughs> <laughs> Don't blaspheme. <laughs> hey man, all I know is Lance Stevenson is the missing component. He is, man. Life. He is. He's the GOAT nobody talks about. Yep. Definitely. Yeah. Is he still, is, is he still playing overseas? As far uh, as I know, he's still playing in China, right? Yeah, he was playing in China. They made it to the championship. He went to championship. I don't know if they won it, but yeah, man. Oh, uh, I think I think I think he I think he, they won it because they were talking about putting up a statue of him and everything. Hey, right next to Stefan <laughs> statue. Are you serious? Yep, yep. All gold, solid gold, Lance Stevenson statue. <laughs> Y'all are too much. Hey, real quick, Jordan, before we move on, we was pretty much almost done with the, the NBA, but um, yeah. wanted to get your thoughts on, on the NBA Finals, man. What do you rank this NBA Finals over the last 21 years, starting with the 2000s, man? What would you rank this NBA Finals as far as excitement and just looking forward to watching it? Well, I would, <laughs> y'all gonna probably not like my opinion, but I would probably rank it around 19 or 20. I know it's not 21, because 21 to me was last year's finals, the bubble championship by the Lakers, which was. Oh, whoa, crap. 19 or 20? 19 or 20, in, in, in the sense that with every 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 little thing that went their way, I, I, I think the Milwaukee Bucks skated by and, and got away with murder. But but in saying that, at the, in, in the same breath, this is one of the most exciting play uh, uh, championships that I have seen in a while because you have different fan bases who finally got a chance to see their team uh, playing in the finals. It was more raucous crowd. I don't care what anybody said. I think all them people that were standing outside of the Milwaukee arena is going to get COVID because all of them are crazy. <laughs> uh, hey, COVID levels about to skyrocket. In man, they, in Milwaukee, they're insane. They're right next to us, too. The so variance is all over the place. All type of variants. Yeah, dude. Uh, but no, I think that uh, I think as far as 
the outcome, it's 19. But as far as excitement, no, I, I put it up there because you're talking about the Phoenix Suns who were up 2-0. It was almost as if they, I was like, oh, they, they figured them out already. And you got CB3, who's one of the best point guards, you know, ever to do it. Uh, you got an up-and-coming, you know, bucket getter in a, in a booker. But I think the X Factor, who really needs to step his game up and be more aggressive, is uh, DeAndre Ayton. Next time, he needs to uh, he needs to be more uh, more of a big man. He, to me, he's kind of soft. Uh, Giannis was kind of bullying him and, and, and just having his way. I think DeAndre Ayton needs to put on a little bit more muscle at the end of the day. And uh, that might really go a long way. Mikael Bridges needs to have a more consistent shot. Uh, Crowder did his thing, you know. He was he was timely, but outside of that, I I, I think that uh, I thought Phoenix would have had it, you know, easily after that 2-0 start. I didn't think that they would have let Milwaukee right off four straight. That was insane because nobody saw that coming. And then props to Giannis for getting through that injury because uh, yeah, if it yeah. wasn't for him battling through the injury, you know, we we'd be talking about Phoenix winning the championship more than likely. But going back to my initial point, ultimately, I think that it's 19 because you had so many breaks go Milwaukee's way. Kevin Durant's foot was too long, and, you know, he didn't step behind that three-point line by, like, two two centimeters or two inches or whatever. And, and, and I ain't trying to hear that. I ain't trying to hear that. The basketball <laughs> guy smiled upon us and said, no, Brooklyn, you're not advancing. That's that's what happened. That's what happened. And I, I don't like to do that. Ah, oh, what if, what if this, what if that? Yeah, well, that didn't happen. And, and, and <laughs> that's true. I mean, what could have, should have? I'm just saying that you know, but even outside of that one little play, Kyrie didn't play. Uh, James got hurt. He was hobbled. So I mean, there was a lot of breaks. And and but at the and same I hope, time, I hope, I hope two or three of the Brooklyn Nets, uh, their big three. Tears air Achilles next. Oh, oh my goodness. Oh. <laughs> Drew Down oh my God. Drew Down is in the building. Ooh, what about all the other suckers in the community? <laughs> <laughs> That's some pretty harsh words, but I mean what a Brooklyn. I do. I do, man. It's bad. Let's not pretend it's it's good for basketball. Why are we doing this? Yeah. Yeah, that superstar getting together and making super team. You know what's funny though? Giannis Giannis did say it best. I don't know if y'all saw his uh his uh interview yeah. afterwards. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so y'all so he was like, you know, I got that coming up later for an award. Okay, okay. Yeah, he uh, he, he put he put he, he he said some he he dropped some knowledge. So that was that was that was good though. I, I enjoyed it. I, I uh I think so Jordan, I'm, I'm curious. So, as you said, as far as outcome, it was 19. What what will be your top three finals outcomes of its past 21 years? I gotta go back and I gotta look at a list of that. You know, uh, let's see, 20 years. So that's that would be 2001. Uh, I'm gonna go well, just because I know it's in there. I'm gonna go uh, with the Miami Heat that beat the Spurs when Ray Allen hit the three. Uh, that was uh, to, to take it into a different game. I think that was a really good championship series. Uh, oh, I hated that. You didn't like that? I mean, I didn't like it because it, 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 it made LeBron a champion, but it is what it is. It still was a, an exciting moment, I think, with, with, with Ray and, and with them uh, coming back. But uh, 
trying to think, man. That's a good question. Uh, kind of on the spot. You know, I got to get my, my sports brain juices working again. Uh, would you put would you put the Mavericks 2011 victory in there in the top three? Against the Heat when they first formed? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's a good one. That, that That's a really good one because that was a legit team. There wasn't no big three. It was just the team was surrounded around a, a prime dirt. You know, they did their thing. Jason Terry, uh, I think Tyson Chandler was on that team, maybe. Yeah, Tyson yeah. Chandler was on yeah. that. Actually, honestly, that Dallas team made one of the greatest, yeah. in my opinion, one of the greatest playoff runs in NBA history. I mean, they they knocked off the defending, they swept the defending champion Lakers. They they destroyed a young and up and coming Thunder team in the conference finals. And then yeah. they destroyed the Heatles. It, it was just you can't get no better than that. And Pedro Stojakovic got a ring out of that. Pedro Stojakovic, yeah, okay. But yeah, dude, I, I like that. I like that uh, finals. I, I'm gonna go, for me, I got, I think to me, uh, I, I definitely gotta go Celtics, Lakers, 2010. Uh, mm-hmm. That was a good one. Watch and 2008. Huh? And 2008, I forgot about 2008. Yeah, the 2008. Uh, you know, Ron Artest hitting the, the, the dagger three. That was dope. Um, that was a good one. That was, yeah. After what Ron Artest went through. And then um, I think an underrated series that nobody talks about that was, you know, it might have been boring to many, but I thought, man, I, when I had kind of backtracked and looked, you know, watched it a couple of years ago, and I was like, man, nobody talks about this. The Spurs, Detroit. NBA Finals that went seven. Uh, that oh, was yeah. that was a dog fight, man. Yeah, I forgot about that one. That was a dog fight. That went seven, and the reason why Detroit lost that was because of Robert Orr. When uh, yeah, <laughs> your boy Rasheed Wallace, man, uh, uh, <laughs> for whatever reason, decided to double uh, Ginobili in the corner and leave. Robert Ory wide open for a three. Wide open. Yeah, I remember that because that was that was I, I remember pulling for Boston because that was kind of like their last hurrah, you know. Yeah. Oh wait a minute, wait a minute. My juices are going. Correct me if I'm wrong. Wasn't Sacramento Lakers the, the NBA Finals when Robert Ory hit that three? Oh, okay, never mind. Never mind. It All felt right. like the NBA Finals. That series felt like the NBA Finals. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that, that 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 just crossed my mind when you said big shot Rob. Yeah. So yeah, it's I, I I'm gonna have to throw those in there. Um, yeah, definitely the Dallas Heat series. That one caught me by surprise. I didn't think Dallas was gonna beat the Heat in that series, but they proved me wrong. I was so happy. I never been so happy to see a team lose than that year. Like I was ecstatic. I was a stat. That's a that's a good potential future topic, Rodney. Like our, yeah. our favorite five yeah, let's finals. Revisit that. Let's revisit that since we all going off the top of the head. Let's let's really take a deep dive in that off 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 wax and then maybe come back to this subject. So that's um, smart. Okay. Yeah, but that'll do it for our NBA topic. Uh, and before we go into our next topic, uh, we're gonna go into a little commercial break. All right, let's all right. do it. Look at that, Calvin's got a job. 
Hey, Calvin. Way to go, young blood. Way to go. Wack Arnold's is proud to give young African Americans an opportunity to serve their communities, making them feel responsible for the welfare of their own environment. Afternoon, ladies. Ew, you smell like french fries. <laughs> All right, we back. <laughs> yeah, we've been doing commercial breaks, but you know, we throw, throw yeah, the in that, you know? No, that's dope. Work for my sponsors, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> So Joy, hey man, you came at the right time, man. You get to, you getting all you getting all the goodness, man. You getting you get a chance to talk uh, a little music. Now you get a chance to talk a little music with us, man. Oh yeah. I I, I don't know, Ian, if you got got a list prepared, but I do. You know, I not, do. Not, I do. Not in a particular order. I didn't rank them. I'm, I'm I'm, I, I was really looking forward to this, Rodney, because this has been kind of a slow year for instrumental albums. So man. so I've been. I'm hoping you can put me on the something I ain't heard yet. And same here, same here. Uh, we're doing top five instrumental albums of the year so far. Usually I go top 10 in previous episodes, we do top 10, but I did top five because I'm like, this has been a skeleton-like year for instrumental albums, man. I'm like, man, where they at? Like, come on. Um, but um, I'm gonna throw some honorable mentions in there too. And you don't mind if I take the ranks to start. Go right ahead. So I got a few honorable mentions. Um, this one's coming off the top of the head. I just thought about this as we were talking about it. Crisis on the Boards dropped an instrumental on Bandcamp album on Bandcamp that was pretty good. Uh, I, I I I I checked it. I I, I it, it was, was a okay. few. Yeah, it was a few recycled beats from beats that he's done on like El's Eyes, uh, Jericho Jackson, yeah. and some other stuff that. I was actually more happy that I'm like, okay, I got a couple of Jericho Jackson beats that I got, you know what I mean? So mm. I was more happy on that note more than is thinking it was just a great project, you know? Uh, but up next, so here's a few honorable mentions. I got Twami, Don't Tell a Joke If It's Not Funny. Uh, short, sweet, simple, boom bap. Again, Twami. Don't tell a joke if it isn't funny. Uh, up next, I got Bugsy, uh, Rough Sketch. Um, and then um, I got another one, Robo Hands, called Shapes. It's not really a hip hop instrumental album, it's more of a elect electronic instrumental album. Hmm, okay. Good. Um, and then uh, I know Ian wasn't really impressed with this one, but I'm gonna throw it in my honorable mentions. I know it had its flaws, but I still enjoyed it. Uh, Madly of Sound Ancestors. Uh, you know what? I, I, I'm going to get on that later. I'm going to get on that later. Okay. So here's my top five. Here's my top five with the honorable mentions out of the way. I ain't going to take too long. Um, and I just put you up on this one. I, I, I had to throw this one in there. I wasn't, but I'm like, man, Stimulator Jones. Uh, low budget <laughs> environment striving for perfection. Jordan, if you a boom bap lover like myself, like yeah. This album's for you, man. Stimulator. You said Stimulator Jones? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to have to put that in the queue. Low budget environment striving for perfection. Okay. Dope instrumental album. Uh, up next, I got Evil Needle, Sound Escapes, which is a short um, instrumental album, but short and sweet. Um, very mellow instrumental album, which I like, but it, it hits hard. It thumps hard in the whip. Uh, Georgia Ann Muldrow, Vito 3. 
Mm, okay, I haven't heard that one yet. Yeah, Vito 3 is pretty good. Um, she got a couple of videos. She dropped a couple of videos for that, too. That's pretty dope. Um, and then Kiefer, Between Days. And my last one is a, actually is a collaborative instrumental album by Eloquent, Juicy, the, the Missionary, the Emissary, and Boom Baptist called Comfort Food. Oh, Comfort Food. I, did that come out this year? Yeah, that came mm. out early. That came out early in the year. I remember that. I remember liking it. I remember yeah. liking it. I forgot about that one. Oh, yeah, definitely. It, it's, it's you totally put me up into a lot of stuff right now. Yeah, so that's my five. That's my five for the year. It's been a, it's been a slim year, man. Those are the best ones I can come up with. Okay, okay. I'm going to check these out, Rod. I'm going to check these out. Um, for myself, I only have really one out of mention. Um... And that's the Madlib, the Sound Ancestors. The more I listen to it, the more I love it. Okay, okay. Um, I, I, I was kind of in when I first heard it, but I wasn't in the right mental space to really digest it. And now that I've had time to get used to that album, you know, sitting on the back porch with it, you know what I'm saying, sipping a little something, something, <laughs> uh, it, 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 it clicks. I, I'm definitely clicking. Mm -hmm. All right, so that's my, that's my honorable mention. Uh, in no particular order, I got uh, Jazz Ali, his album, You Can't Go Home, But You Can't Stay Here. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotta check that out. Very sample heavy, boom bap stuff. Um, a lot of assorted sounds on there, uh, but good stuff. You can tell he comes from the school of Madly. All right, <laughs> next up, I got Rugged Fidelity by a producer by the name of Soy, spelled S-O-I-I. -I. Um, it sounds like, man, dude, it sounds like alternate beats to uh, a Tribe Called Quest's beats rhymes and like. You could, you could take these beats, put it, put it to an album like that, and it would sound just as good. So Rugged Fidelity by Soy. Um, and then I have an album called Stolen Goods by a producer by the name of God Loves. It's kind of a mix between boom bap and electronic and vaporwave. Okay. But it's good. It's good stuff. Uh, God Loves, and his name of it is Stolen Goods. Uh, next up, I have a producer by the name, I don't even know how to pronounce it, I think it's Smokey, Smokey Kun. S-M-O-K-Y-K-U-N. Um, he's this artist I discovered on Bandcamp. All of these actually I discovered on Bandcamp. Um, but the name of his instrumental project is Enigma of the Incas. He's got some really dope, wavy, boom bapish and dark beats on here. Um, but they knock, man. They knock. Enigma of the Incas. And then... The album that the instrumental album that left me most impressed this year, Mr. Backside, with his album, <laughs> with his album Galaxy Dreams Two. Um, definite, definite like left field stuff, but it's all dope. Rodney, he got a track on there called Neck Breaking. Mm -hmm. Um, check out Neck Breaking when you. <laughs> when you say when you check out neck breaking you're gonna be like oh, i gotta listen to the rest of this but yeah mr backside galaxy dreams too 
<laughs> so I, I, I wrote it down. I wrote it down. Yeah, so I, I, I just like the name of the producer. Yeah, I was, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> wow. So I got them. I wrote them all down, man. I'm going to check all of these out. I'm not familiar with these instrumentals. So I'm definitely going to, um, you know, tap into these. And I'll do the same. Yeah. So, uh, well, go ahead, George. No, I was just gonna say, you guys. I, I'm, you know, obviously, I'm, I'm jumping in without really a whole bunch, but I don't know if I have any instrumentals that are from this year that I particularly was like pinpointing and listening to. But if you don't mind, I mean, I, I have a few just tracks that I was vibing to throughout the year. Um, then again, I don't know. Y'all probably know these already, man. You all are way deeper than me with the particular things like that uh so i was vibing out to, i don't know if y'all have ever heard of deep d-e-e-b uh it's a instrumental from his uh, album called slow motion and the instrumental i was vibing to is particularly it's called the story i know ian you were saying like you vibing out like uh you sitting having a drink that's something that i could see uh you uh listening to while doing something like that it's one of those type of type of feels uh you got phonics uh it's called slow motion but it's it's spelled different so slow mo and then it like kind of goes in also s-l-o-w-m-o-c-e-a-n oh okay okay d-e-e-b is the name of the artist deep but uh yeah uh phonics uh satellites i've been uh phonics is dope yeah, yeah, I, I I like them. This probably was out for a long time, but I, I it's just stuff I've been vibing to, you know, back and forth to work, drive, driving, you know. Uh, so that one is dope. It's, it's entitled Satellites. Uh, and then my last one that I got uh, is Shuko and F of Audio Treats. It's a song. Or oh, Shuko, I love, I love Shuko. Oh, so yeah, yeah. So you, yeah, you already know about it. Yep, it's called Never Ending. From uh, the Cookies and Cream, uh, I believe, album, something like that. So, yeah, th- those are the three. Uh, I'm pretty sure they're not even of this year. They're not like new, new. But uh, this, that's just what I've been vibing out to. Nice, nice. Yeah, sounds good, man. I'm going to check these out. Definitely. I trust your taste, Jordan. You know I'm all over the map, man. With uh, I remember one time you said uh, I'm very eclectic. I mean, that's that's obviously our, our page, but yeah, man, I I be all over the place. Yeah, man, appreciate it, appreciate it. So, yeah, I'm looking to all these those who's listening to the podcast, man. Feel free to check these uh, instrumentals out if you're a big fan of the boom bap. You know, a boom bap. Check that out. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, not no, not no mumble rap stuff, man. Get, get that out of here. Get off, 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 you be you who could be you but you. <laughs> what I'm talking about right now. Everybody in the rap game sound the same. I don't know yep. if he goes to 
They doing what's popular. Everybody trying to just do the same thing, man. Yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah, yeah I, I ain't into all that. No. All no, right, oh, real quick. You just reminded me. It was good to get you back on the on the show the other night, man. Especially for that for that uh, album face off. Yo, that was a tough one, man. That was a tough one. I had to. I even thought I haven't even because I didn't really like listen to both albums before the show. So I kind of like, you know, kind of did like a breeze through type listen the next day, and I was like, you know what? I felt good. I still felt good about my pick. Me too. Me too. Because I was on the fence too, till right before the show. And by the time I got to track five on Run the Jewels too, I was like, "Yeah, Run the Jewels got it." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. Love again came on. I was just like, I gotta give it to them. That beats anything on Streets of Thought. I and I love Streets of Thought, man. Too part two, but man. yeah, but they apples and oranges. They 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 two different albums trying to accomplish two different things. Yeah. But it was a good matchup, though. I like that matchup. That was. That Did was, you see the one for next week? Yes, I I did see it. I'm gonna have to check the. I know the Murs. I'm I'm familiar with that Murs album. Wait a minute, that's a new Murs album? No, 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 no. This is an old Murs album. Oh, okay. Oh, you get down oh, on Murs under the stairs. Okay. Oh man, they be sitting there put me on the Murs. That uh. Name on the Murs. <laughs> Oh, so you, yeah, you said, yeah, that trickle down effect. I, because uh, Bad Man, that, 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 I, I love that, that song. Uh, and there's a couple other ones. Did I you cop? Did, did, you cop did you cop the Iliad is Dead and the Odyssey is Over? Odyssey is Over. I feel like I did. No. No, I gotta, I gotta go back and check. I got, cause, no, I don't think so. Oh, man. Check, check out that album. Odyssey is Over. Okay. I'm gonna have to refresh my memory on the uh, the people under the stairs. It's been a while since I listened, long, long while since I listened to that album, but I'm gonna have to listen to it. I remember it being dope. I just, uh, cause I, I picked this one up at Dr. Wax, but like, yeah. You know you know what, Rodney? I, I, I gotta say, there's another uh, album that I have been listening to that I can listen to from beginning to end. It's not really, Hip hop, but he he implements hip hop in a lot of his beats, uh, and that's uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Isn't it Tame Impala? Yeah, Tame Impala. He's yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Slow Rush is one of my favorite albums. I've been bump, bumping that also, and you know, I don't know. It's just it's just a really it's like throwback vibe for me. Like when it comes to how he you know uh, 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 makes his 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 uh, instrumentals, but I don't know. It's dope. I, I, it is. It's dope. He's a big drum enthusiast, so you do hear a lot of hip hop in his beats. Yeah, that's why like a lot of rappers are attracted to Tame Impala because they give off that that they're one of those like electronic slash rock groups that give off that vibe. But dude, so you you mentioned groups. They. I mean, you mentioned they. I thought the same thing. It's one person, bro. It's, yeah, but they're a band, though. Oh, they are? See, you, <laughs> you said, because all I see is this one dude's face that look like uh, uh, you see Jesus. Face. Yeah. Which, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's 
definitely yeah yeah it's definitely a band it's like it's kind of like you know everybody know travis parker but it's like travis barker but it's like he's with blink 182 but only everybody know travis barker nobody don't know all the rest oh, okay of i got you I think that's what tame impala is you know it's like they only know kevin and that's it because he's the only one that really like gets all the spotlight but you know if you watch his like live performances he got a full band behind him you know oh he did okay okay man he, edu- education educating me all right i didn't know that but yeah yeah T- tame and paula is, is, is dope uh they use uh atlanta uh i know i remember what actually what really put me on to them was the atlanta pro- promo that yep the current album yep they played this instrumental i was like what is this yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. I look it up and I'm like, oh, is this rock band? <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, Glover put, put, put him on with that one. Yeah, yeah, he put them on the map with that. So, yeah, man, but that's it, man. Anybody got any more? Nope. All right. Yeah. Let's move on to this space before we uh, get into our awards. Uh, I was gonna like kind of backtrack, man. I know this convention season for everybody, everybody at home watching the convention and all that stuff. But uh, just wanted to go back, man, to the time machine and uh, see what y'all was ride- rocking with when we were serving breakfast and lunch at conventions. Who was y'all go to? Oh, what are you talking? Now I, I gotta I gotta admit I remember the the breakfasts more than I remember the lunch. There's only two things I really remember about lunch. Come on with it. You already know Ian. What you got? Now now for breakfast, man, y'all already know the apple danishes. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. You took everybody's answer. You took the A, B, and the C. That's that's, that's all the above. The the Hawthorne racetrack. What what kind of hookup did they have on the plug to get the get the fresh surly danishes? And I was I was a a a I was all about the apple danishes. I was like, ah, cheese, I don't know. And one day, one day I went to the line to get some breakfast. And they were. I, I tried to get my usual apple Danish, and they were all out of apple Danishes. And they were like, "We well, still got cheese." And I was like, "Yeah, I guess I try the cheese." I try the cheese. I'm like, "Oh my god, it's just as good." Yeah, yeah, man. man. It's just as good. And Dude. you had the when I was, you know, getting my grown man on. You know what I'm saying? Palate wise, I would indulge on the bagels with the Philly's cream cheese. Oh, okay. That they used to provide. And um, and then of course for lunch, man, I you know what the sandwiches were cool, they were okay, but it was the Shasta, Shasta that I remember the most, washing it all day. Mm. I can't even find Shasta nowhere. No, you ain't gonna <laughs> find that. I think I saw a couple of Shastas in Brother Santa's refrigerator last time. I, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where he got them from. <laughs> He could probably sell those on eBay and make some money. <laughs> right. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm wholeheartedly with you on those Danishes, man. Oh my God, the apple! I, I, I would look forward to that even as a little kid, just running up to the line and getting that. Now, now I'll be, I'll be honest with you. 
even to this day, I, uh, the cheese Danish wasn't wasn't uh, nasty to me, but to to me, just to me. Did we lose him? Hello? Did we lose him? I look like we lost him. We yeah, I don't know where Jordan went. I don't know if he put us. It don't look like he put us up on mute or anything. But uh. Real, yeah, real quick, just keep it going. Um, yeah, the cheese Danishin was dope. I used to, during the intermission, I used to always go after the hoagie. Because <laughs> I just love hoagies. I was When I was young, I just had a thing for hoagies, man. And I used to get that. And shoot, it, it was, that was dope. It was a wrap. <laughs> All right, you back? Oh, was I out? Yeah, you was out. Oh man, what in the world? <laughs> I'm just talking. I'm at home. I'm on Wi-Fi and everything. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I'm gonna have to holler at Comcast talking about these high speeds. Yeah, yeah, get on them. Get on them. But yeah, I was just talking about the hoagie and how I used to get that. That was my go-to. But for breakfast, yeah, definitely the Danishes. Every now and then I get a donut if I don't want a Danish. I know they had the plain donuts. Sometimes they had a chocolate if you get if you get there early enough to get the chocolate. Because uh, <laughs> they they kill those things. But man, the one thing I don't miss though is the long lines, man. Yeah, that was suck. I yeah. Long lines. Like it's and friends used to skip that last talk before intermission. Oh, you ain't listening to that last talk. Because <laughs> everybody getting in line. Everybody was getting in line to get something to eat. I forgot about that. That's probably why they mixed this mess. It's like, man, you must get sleepy afterwards and, and not even listen to the talk before. Yep. Yeah, man, that line. Because friends, you have some you have some dirty rotten scoundrels, man. They would start, they would get up before the uh the song and get in line. Yeah. That's crazy. You know, I hope I hope their salvation is intact, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But yeah, those were the days, man. That was those were some uh those were the days, man. I hated that man. I hated people, yeah, who would get in, jump up, get in the line early. They, they, I wish they could have sent them back. Like, nah, you got to go back. You can't get in line early. Yeah, they took a specific sign. You know how we always had those signs. You know, please take your seat or keep moving. They should have had a specific sign just for that. Like, go, go sit back down before you get your food. <laughs> remember, remember, remember. I don't know if y'all ever work literature, but remember those people that would be like. You knew they had like they, they would make an announcement like each family could get up to five copies of a publication and people uh, would roll up in line and you yep. know they live by themselves or they only had one person in their household and they would add, they would get five publications. I'm like, why do you need five? Man, I done seen brothers get into fights over books, man, at, at, at conventions. Like we'll have more later. Just just take your one or two books that you need. You know what I'm saying? You ain't even read this yet. I'm telling you, being in, I used to work in the book room department, though I do not miss that. Especially when you done already, then, you know, you got a box, right? You got a box, mm. everybody, you passing out books and everything. And wow. then you got to cut open the, the another fresh box. And the friends be all on your back while you trying to cut the, the, the box man I almost cut my finger off one time 
because <laughs> like brother, I, I got, I want two, I want two, I want three, I want four. I'm like, can you let me cut the box open first? <laughs> like, come on, brother, <laughs> brother Sanders was trying to get some Sister Williams Bible study. So Jordan, real quick, if you're not Yo. location, man, if you're not familiar with Brother Sanders. We talk about brother yeah, I hear his name a lot. <laughs> so, Brother Sanders represents that brother. Everybody's happy. Everybody, every congregation has a brother Sanders. He's a yeah. Brother. He's a jack of all trades. He can fix cars. He, he, he goes out in field service all the time. He has a long right. history with women in the past. Uh, oh. Yeah, has been, you know, possibly disciplined here and there, you know, but now he's old and, and, and wise and up in age but still's got still got a wondering eye you know what i mean still got a wondering eye is he married he's always looking oh he ain't married no more he ain't married no more he was recently though right oh yeah oh definitely what's his first name uh we don't know his he first don't have name. A, he don't have a first name he don't have nigga. a first name he could be whatever we, we, name we can't put want. a first name on him because we don't want to we, we don't want to accidentally land on any real brother sanders that's out there is that okay that's, that's what I thought. I thought you were talking about. I got you. He's an amount of waiting at the door. He's always greeting all the friends at the door. Oh, yes. he, he liked Stacey Adams. Loves he, used oh, to run. Man. he used to run with Jeff Fort back in the day, and he could barbecue very well. <laughs> always at the barbecues, you know, grilling, hot dogs, hamburgers. <laughs> he always do the hot dogs and hamburgers first. Don't come up to Brother Sanders asking for ribs yet. <laughs> hey George, check him out. Hey George, check him out. We brother Sanders got his own B tape series on the channel. So go back, check out the channel, and, and you'll you you'll see what brother Sanders is all about. Oh my goodness! Don't have no studies. You know the sisters they had them young studies that they be studying with. You know brother Sanders. Oh, he want to sit in on it. Oh, he want to sit in. He want to help. You know he always want to help. You know introduce us to the friends in the congregation. Everything. Good boy. Yeah, but check check out the brother Sanders beat tapes, man. We got on the channel. They they nice. You they some head nodders too. Yeah, I, I bet. <laughs> I feel like you lead me to the fire. No, no, no. Seriously, hey, it get more listens than our actual show. <laughs> wow. Okay, I, I, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to get on that then. We'll see what uh, brother Sanders mixtapes. All right, <laughs> that's on the to do list. <laughs> All right, <laughs> so uh, that wraps up this space, man. Appreciate talking about that, doing a little convention nostalgia. We're going to get into some awards, man. We got our uh, annual awards we give out. That hasn't changed. Um, we always, we, since we started this podcast, we've been giving out our awards to those in need, uh, <laughs> media, whatever the case may be. We're going to start off with the Essence of Otis Award. The Nobody Coming to See You Award. And mine, mine's goes to none other than No Tipping Scotty Pippen. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. Oh, that's a good one. What'd he do? Nothing. <laughs> Scotty, I know Scotty, lo- all right, shout out, here's the thing. I know Scotty lost his son. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, the, you know, the oldest one passed away. All right. 
So it seems, I think he's still being affected by the loss of his son. But lately he's been on a, I hate Jordan, I hate Phil Jackson rampage. Yeah. Uh, calling Phil Jackson a racist, basically saying he ain't like the, you know, revisiting the whole Tony Kukoc thing where, you know, Phil Jackson had to play for Tony and he didn't like it. So he sat on the bench and all this other stuff. And then, you know, uh, basically saying that Jordan was all about the cameras and what, you know, what he knew where the cameras was at. You know, the story was always about him. And it was just, it just left a sour. He had an interview with Dan Patrick that really left a sour taste in my mouth on Scotty, man. And I know he's got a book. He's got a book coming out. He's got this whiskey that he's been promoting or whatever drink he's been promoting. And um, I don't know, man. Scotty just need to sit sit down somewhere and sit and shut up, man. That's that's just how. Uh, I didn't really know who I was going to say, but when you reminded me that Scotty Pippen, yeah, that that, that I'm just going to going to default to that because. Uh, I, I feel for him on one hand because the man lost his kid, you know, so you just don't know what kind of mental headspace he's he's in. But, and, you know, I just find it ironic, you know, when you're trying to sell something and you got stuff coming out and you're on your interview tour or whatever, now he's trying to build up all of this, this attention, whether it's positive or negative, you know, he coming at Phil. I, I, I've never ever known Phil or heard of anybody saying Phil being a racist. Because if you remember in the documentary, Phil was a crazy <laughs> nut himself when he was younger. You know, he was he was into some 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 Dennis Rodman type stuff back when he was uh when he was younger. But uh I just never took him as a racist. And I, that's not to say that maybe Phil didn't make some some interesting statements here and there, because I know Pippen alluded to that, but uh I don't know. I just, I just think that that was that was kind of a a, a blindside move by him, and then of course, him riding on Jordan. Pippen has always been, you know, second fiddle. Obviously, Pippen shouldn't be mad because he's one of the top fifty players of all time, and I don't see why you're you're mad. But then again, you also got to factor in his uh, Larsa is just out here just. All I'm gonna say is she out here having fun, <laughs> to put it lightly. And uh, that He's woman is that woman. Life without Pippen, man. Man, She's out there ending more careers. Ending careers, yeah. Just she, she's 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 for the streets. That's all. He having, he having a kids with her? Yeah, I think I yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. I thought she was. You know, you never know. I thought maybe she might have been like his second or third wife. When yeah, the there was a out here wilding out like that. It hits a little different. There was an interview about uh, them asking their son, like, "What do you think about your mom? You know, messing around with Michael Beasley or something like that?" And uh, he was like, "Man, I'm not worried about that. I'm, I'm getting ready to play basketball. You know, she do what she want to do. So I, I believe they do have at least one child together." Okay. Any uh, awards, any uh, oldest awards for you, man? Yeah, man, those pitiful championship T-shirts, man. They, they, they could have done a better job on them. Yeah, those are whack. <laughs> Dang. They look like iron-ons I did in my basement. I could have done a better job. 
signing them, them championship t-shirts. They're trying to be nostalgic, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's all I got. All right, Cuddy Award. Uh, my Cuddy Award, uh, and, bear, and, and follow me on this next Cuddy Award. It goes to Bianca Chambers. Any of you know a Bianca Chambers from Detroit? Nah. Spelling B champ? Uh, well, I actually got her too as a uh, Cuddy Award. Uh, Ziela Avant. Oh, okay. Yeah, so that's the Spelling B first black girl to win the Spelling B. Man, big big shout out to her. But, but getting back to Bianca Chambers. Uh, Bianca Chambers got her car stolen, her Mercedes stolen, two weeks ago. And she went on an all-out hunt using social media as a way to find her car. Oh, I saw this story. Really? Her car was spotted in a few places, even at her uh, place of employment that she, uh, she had. She owns a store or whatever. They found it there. She was able to find it. She, you know, took a picture of it and everything. So one day she was able to track him at a barber shop, getting his dreads braided. <laughs> and she went inside the barber shop and tapped him and said, uh, you own that Mercedes Benz out there? And he was like, yeah. And the next thing you know, you just see the camera go back and forth, a bunch of explicitives, you know, bah, 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 bah. Next thing you know, you see a video of him getting dragged out the barber shop by his dreads. What? Yeah. Yeah, she got all Wow. I did not hear about this. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So uh big shout out to her, man. You know, it, it's a good story. It, it's it go, go uh, look on uh YouTube, it's on there. Okay. Hilarious. Okay, yeah, that would that would definitely be uh, on my list today. Okay. But uh Ian, you got a cutty award? Yeah, man. Giannis answers to Kakumpo for the obvious, but also for calling out Super Team in his post-game conference. Oh, big time. So, somebody had to say it. Somebody had to say it. We, he, you, you can't, we, we, everyone can't be everyone's friend. Mm-hmm. Yep. Somebody has to put it out there like, yo, this is whack. This is, this is the better way to do it. This is the way to do it in which it means more in the end. You know what I'm saying? Somebody had to say it. I'm glad it was a player and not a coach. You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. Uh, let's see. Next up, we got you played yourself award. Any awards for that? I don't have anything for that. I do. I do. You played yourself? Okay. I do. Steven Jack. Oh, yes. No, now I ain't Congratulations. You played yourself, Steven Jackson. He played himself because... Now he's been he's been he's been talking and hating on Giannis and throwing shade at Giannis all year. You 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 played yourself. This morning on that on that little show that he he pops up on, he gonna say after they played the clip where Giannis took a shot at super teams, he gonna say, well, but Giannis is on the super teams. And and I hate to agree with Nick Wright, but Nick Wright was like, no, they're not a super team. They're a good team, but they're not a super team. He was like, ain't no one a month ago predicted the Bucks to win a championship. Okay, and by super team, he was like, you know what I mean. 
a, a combination of, of players who are at an all-star level, already all-stars, and minted superstars. Joining forces. That's a super team. Don't try to don't try to join it Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday and be like, oh well, they they play well too, so that's a super team. No, that's not a super team. Mm-hmm. Chris Middleton developed in the system. They obtained him through the draft. Drew Holiday was not a high caliber player like that. He's competent, but he's not a high player, a high, high uh, uh, caliber player like that. So, mm-hmm. Stephen Jackson, stop hating. You've been hating on Giannis all year, calling him Robin. You and Kendrick Perkins and Brandon Marshall, who don't know the game of ba- basketball, and Shannon Sharp calling Giannis a Robin. Call, uh, 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 talking about the, the the Bucks play dumb basketball. All y'all throwing shade on him all year. Now y'all, now y'all gotta eat y'all words. So just eat them. Just admit you was wrong. Yep. Mama's, mama's cooking got Stephen Jackson. Ooh, mama's cooking. You best wear the Gucci. <laughs> you gotta. You played yourself awards. Yes, that's where I was going. I, you know what? I kind of love Ian's. Ian's. Uh, I'm gonna go a different way, but I do want to comment on the fact that Stephen A. Jackson played himself also with the whole Kwame Brown. Uh, thing when he tried to show a whole like compilation of Kwame Brown's mistakes and blunders on uh, his Stephen A's world, and then like on if you go on YouTube, there's this other channel that showed like 15 minutes of, of Kwame Brown doing really good. Like you could put a compilation together of misses and bad plays by anybody. LeBron James probably has that. So so stop it, stop it, Stephen A. But I'm gonna go in a, in a, in a different angle. I'm gonna go with Rachel Nichols. Rachel Nichols, you played yourself because you <laughs> that when when you was talking to uh, LeBron's agent or whatever, whoever he is, whoever the guy's name is, mm-hmm. that I think that uh, they, she 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 thought that that was going to be private information. She got played, it got aired out, and now she's 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 getting butt hurt, uh, uh, not being able to be the sideline reporter, uh, not being able to be the main girl like Maria is for the whole finals. And then I, I just found out she asked uh, Chris Paul the dumbest question uh, after they lost, which was, how do you feel? <laughs> and Chris Paul was like, I, I feel like I lost. Like, what, what are we doing here? I don't know if she's like purposely quitting because she's in her feelings or she just, she just asked me that question. Yeah, Rachel Nichols, you played yourself. Yeah, and Malik, shout out to Malik Andrews for, for handling the press conference. Yes, sir. So well. So yep. Well. Yep. And that's all I'm going to say. Milk Carton Award. Mines. My Milk Carton Award goes to DeAndre A. Man. Oh, fuck yeah. It pains me to give him this award because he was so good throughout the playoffs. But the finals, man, he had that first, you know, he had a good game one, and then it just went downhill from there, man. I, I don't know, man. I, I Like, people, I hear people talking down on DeAndre. I think he did exactly what he was supposed to do. There's When I, I you go back and look at those games, there's not a whole lot of games or plays where you're like, oh, well, he should have did this or he should have did that. Like, I just, I just think Giannis just he outplayed him. He did, he did. I agree, I agree. He outplayed him, but I think DeAndre should have uh, put up more of a fight. I just feel like that's why I said I think later he should work on getting stronger because to me he just got bullied a little bit. And for being a number one pick, I feel like you've been in the league long enough to develop some more skills. It was some few, it was a few things I saw. It was like 
that should be easy for a big man that, that has a post-up game already. So I, I don't know. I think I mean, he hit some tough shots. He he got his rebounds like he was supposed to. There really, there really ain't a whole lot. I would lay at his feet. Like I, I would, I would more blame the loss more on missing other players, missing dunks and layups. And on top of that, I'm gonna throw in another player too. Um, and I don't know, maybe it's because I don't know. They, they nah, I'm gonna keep it at Adrian. <laughs> I ain't gonna go far. I ain't gonna go with that because some I think most of it is coaching. You know, I think I think Monty Williams had a different game plan going into it and he wanted to make adjustments in different areas and he took certain players out in certain situations that maybe if he had them in there, maybe they could have been more effective, but it is what it is. Yeah. Any any more uh Milk Carton Awards? Um uh, no. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> All right, last one. It's a shame award. Of course, the obvious. It's a shame yeah. what happened to the Phoenix Suns. But it's also a shame what happened to Coco Golf. She got COVID. Who? Coco Golf. A little, uh, well, she's not little anymore. But uh, she's a tennis player, black uh, black tennis, tennis player. Yeah, she did really far. I think it was not 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 last year, but the year before last, she beat Venus. Oh wait a minute, was she supposed to play in the Olympics? Fourteen. No, no, no. Tennis player that beat Serena. Yeah, she was like fourteen years old when she beat her, or something like that. But she's not supposed to go to the Olympics, right? No, she's not going to the Olympics. Uh huh. Okay. Okay. This this year's Olympic team. She had just made it far in Wimbledon. She made it really far in Wimbledon and lost, but she she got tested positive for COVID, and they said it's a possibility she probably had it during the tournament. Oh wow! Wow. So, but I mean, the tournament is over at this point. But you know, that sucks. But uh, shout out! Uh, to her. Hey, hey, she's up and coming, man. I think she she's got a bright future, man. Yeah, Coco is killing me. Yeah. Uh, Anybody? All right, well, I, well, I'm a, I'm a, I just take. Uh, it's a shame. Uh, Shakari Richardson is not able to do track and field because uh, she needed to roll one for her her, her, her dead mother. And uh, yeah, that's a that's a tragic story all the way around. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Hey, you heard in that commercial yesterday. Did y'all catch that? No. What happened? That Olympic commercial that came on during the finals. Y'all ain't catch that? No. Dude, I jumped out my seat. I was like, wait a minute, they how they feature her in this Olympic commercial and she's not gonna be playing. <laughs> they trying they trying to get uh the attention uh on the Olympics as much as possible so they're gonna use her for her, her image. <laughs> yeah. How y'all yeah. gonna, gonna kick the girl out of the Olympics, but then you gonna still feature her in y'all commercial. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's a play yourself award. That's how you play yourself award to the Olympics. That's my you play yourself award. <laughs> they probably filmed that commercial months ago. That's possible. Yeah, exactly. yeah. They should have made. Yeah, you're right. They should have pulled. They should have pulled it if. if right. Right. Considering it's all editing, you know. They <laughs> edit. Yeah, we do it all the time. <laughs> It only takes two <laughs> seconds to crop something out. 
Yo, I, I got to give my It's a Shame award to CP3 specifically. Um, yeah. It's a shame what happened to Chris Paul because I'm going to tell you this. The rest of the Phoenix Suns, I think they'll be back. I, I think they got all of them got a bright future. They're core. Uh, you know, Devin Booker, DeAndre Ayton, uh, Cam Johnson. I, I think they, they'll be back, but it's the door is closed for, for Chris Paul. I was talking to a guy at work, and this was after game four or five, and he was like, "Yeah, I think I think CP3 is 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 tired. You know, he got a little age on him. I think he's tired. Do you think he's having a fatigue problem <clears throat> with all these turnovers?" I was like, "I don't know if he's having a fatigue problem. I think he's having a Drew Holiday problem." Um, yeah, that's a good point. Uh, because. You know, Drew Holiday, man, he did an exceptional job guarding him. And I, I just don't buy that saying Chris Paul, who, who lit up the Clippers, who lit it up games one and two, and he had three days of rest, is tired. I just don't buy that. No, he wasn't tired. He had Drew and uh, Giannis on him at times. Yeah, they made adjustments. You know, so I, I think that was more of what it was. But, yeah, it's a shame what happened to him because I don't think we're going to see him back in the finals anytime anymore actually unless unless he do a Gary Payton or a Jason Kidd and just so happens to be on the team making a championship run he's not the factor but he's on the team <laughs> he's gonna go to Brooklyn with everybody else I don't know he might <laughs> I'd be surprised Spencer or, or LA obvious one yeah LA. I mean, I, I know he want to play with his with, with Brian sometime in his career. I wouldn't be surprised if he ended up in the Lakers uniform at this point. I don't want it to happen, but, you know, I would like to see him run it back with the Suns. That would be nice. Hey, Rod, I, I got a ride out I wanted to plug the, um, the latest episode of the Vibes and Stuff podcast. Just dropped it yesterday. Yes, sir. Uh, we're, we're, just, we're discussing the film, Boys in the Hood. We had a, a nice. uh, discussed Chikari uh, Richardson a little bit. We we had a good album face off, Black Thought versus Run Jewels. Check it out. 30 year anniversary of Boys in the Hood, huh? Yep, yep. That's what's up. That's what's up. Uh, and we discussed underrated albums from hip hop's greatest artists. Yes, sir. Check that out. Check that podcast out. And um, definitely check out Coffee and Beats. I just dropped a uh, yes, nine uh, hip-hop album uh, of the year list. So check that out. And with that being said, man, I got to go cut these heads. And uh, we going to say peace on this one. Yes. All, right. All right, brothers. All right, Jordan. Thanks for joining us, man. Yes, sir. All right, y'all. All right, y'all.